you ready to have some fun? Five word fun with me, Karen, and my volunteers, Harry and Daisy. Let's go. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. You might remember Harry and Daisy helped us at the very start of Five Word Fun. Well, I have news for you. This is the very last episode in the series of Five Word Fun. And I'm delighted that you've come back to join me at the Word Pot. So I explain every week what happens. I'm going to ask you guys to explain instead because you've played this lots before. Um, you write down words and you use them as sentences. And then what do I go and make those sentences into a? A story. And after the story? A quiz. That's it. And there'll be a poem to rhyme those words. You've nailed it. Well, let's get on with it. It's time to play Five Word Fun. And Daisy, I'm going to ask you to dip your hand into the word pot. And the first word to come out is... Swan. S-W-A-N. What's a swan, Daisy? It's an animal that lives in the river that's white. Have you ever seen a swan? Yes, I've seen a swan. And um, when I feed the ducks. So have you ever been chased by a swan? Oh yeah, I remember there was one time when we were in the car and swans were jumping up at the doors. <laughs> we were going 100 miles per hour down the road. Really good explanation, Daisy. A swan, it's a noun because it's an animal and it is a large water bird. And usually they're all white. And do you know something about swans? They have short little legs and webbed feet, but their necks are really long. Can you just picture a swan? Yeah. I would like you to think of a sentence with the word swan in it, please, Daisy. One day I went out to the lake to see my swan pet. Excellent. Thank you, Daisy. That's our first word. And now over to Harry at the word pot. Eggs. That was excellent, Harry. Thank you. A very extraordinary pick. I'm excited. I'm exhausted with all these egg puns, but well done. First of all, Harry, what are eggs? Eggs are what chicks hatch out of and chickens make them. And also you can eat them. Oh, I love eating eggs. I actually had boiled eggs this morning. What other way can you cook eggs? Uh, You can fry eggs, you can poach eggs, you can do scrambled. And did you know that eggs are usually round or oval? And yep, eggs are laid by the female bird or a reptile or a fish. And I know very soon we're going to be seeing lots of eggs around the place. Eggs made of chocolate. Eggs from the Easter bunny. Easter soon? Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you, Harry, in exactly two seconds for an excellent egg sentence, please. The chicken was laying her eggs when my friends went and met her. The next word from the word pot, I will ask Daisy to dip in there. Bounced. Bounced. I love bounced. What does it mean, Daisy? It means like if you jump up really high and you land on your bum, that means bounce. (laughs) Because it could be a bouncy bum. You're so right, Daisy. Bouncing is a verb. So bouncing means to spring quickly up and away from a surface after hitting it. What kind of things are bouncy that we might have in our houses? Trampolines. Oh, that's a brilliant example. What happens when you go on the trampoline? You fall on your bum when you vanish three times. Have you ever heard of crack the egg? Yeah, it means you shell up like this and you lie down on a trampoline and someone keeps jumping to make you put your hands out. And then they crack the egg. 
Oh, that sounds like a brilliant game. Harry, are there any other things in our houses that might bounce? You can bounce a ball. You can bounce a bed. You can bounce you on the bed, can't you? Yeah. You could also bounce a ping pong ball. That is a great example of something bouncy. And the bouncy castle. Oh my goodness, we almost forgot. There's lots of bounced things all around the place. And now I'm going to ask you to give me a sentence with the word bounced in it, please. The tiger bounced all day on the trampoline. Excellent. Oh my God, a tiger on a trampoline. (laughs) Okay, that is our third word. So Harry, back to you, please, for the fourth word. Gathered. G-A-T-H-E-R-E-D. If you collect a various amount of one thing. What might you gather? The Easter Bunny gathers his eggs and places them into houses. Um, When I'm at home, I normally gather my books, gather my clothes when I'm getting dressed. I also gather my football trading cards. Can I have your gathered sentence, please? The Easter Bunny gathered the eggs and put them out for everyone. Brilliant. We've come to the final word in the final episode of Five Word Fun. <gasps> just gather my thoughts, my emotions and check. And I'm going to ask you both to talk about this one and to tell me what the word is. And the word is invisible. It means if you're a person that has like something in your hand that you can't see and you put it on you, then you can't see the person. You can only see the, you can only see the stuff that you put on you. Invisible means if you can't see someone, they're invisible or something. So it's something that is there, but we cannot see. Air is invisible. That's an excellent example. Sound is also invisible. And yet, you know, sound uh, travels in sound waves and sound waves bounce. So they're not visible, but they're audible. What does that mean? Audible means you can hear them. Exactly. Have you got any other invisible samples, Daisy? Farts are invisible. What are invisible? Farts. Would you even know how to make yourself invisible? If you were to mix a potion, what would you put in it? Um, powder, washing up liquid. And cheese. Disclaimer, do not try this at home, kids. So, we've come to the final sentence then, you guys. Do you want to think together and come up with an invisible sentence? Um, the Easter Bunny left invisible hidden Easter eggs in the house. So those are our five sentences. I'm going to go away now. And I'm going to put on my invisible thinking cap and I'm going to come up with a story with all those sentences. And when I come back, I'll tell you that story and I'm going to ask you some quiz questions. Will you stay where you are? Yeah. See you soon. Bye. And this week's story is called Not So Funny Bunny Magic. It was a busy time on Coco Loco Chocolate Farm. Why wouldn't it be? Easter was just two weeks away and all the animals were under pressure to get all the Easter eggs made in time. Oh, I see. You probably think that the Easter eggs you see in shops are made in factories, right? Uh Uh-uh. Wrong. Easter eggs have and always will be made on the Coco Loco Chocolate Farm in Germany. It's a huge farm, 20,000 acres in size in the Saxony region and full of cacao plants that give us chocolate. And it's the home of the Easter Bunny, and I mean THE Easter Bunny, Mr. Jürgen Hopp. He lives and works here all year long, and then at Easter time, he goes off on his travels all around the world to deliver the eggs. But unlike Santa Claus, poor old Jürgen doesn't have any helpers. He relies on his magic powers, his hop ability, and some chocolate for energy. 
Now he does have friends on the Coco Loco Chocolate farm that help him to make the eggs. There's Gunter the tiger, Klaus the swan and Merkel the chicken. But to be honest, they're a bunch of messers and Jürgen usually ends up doing most of the work himself. Take yesterday for example. Jürgen had made two million chocolate eggs and not a sign of the others. The tiger bounced all day on the trampoline. And where were you, Klaus? asked the angry Easter bunny. The chicken was laying her eggs when my friends went and met her, said the swan. What? But one day I went out to the lake to see my swan pet, replied Merkel the chicken. You lot are making no sense, said Klaus, and you all seem too busy having fun and social gatherings to do any work on the farm. Come on, guys, this is our busiest time and we don't want to disappoint all the boys and girls if we don't have enough Easter eggs. But Jürgen's words seemed to go unnoticed. The very next day, as he set about wrapping more eggs, the tiger, the swan and the chicken were playing duck, duck, goose in the backfield. Jürgen shook his head. What would he do? Well, that's when he had a plan. True, he was a magical bunny. And really, when you think about it, he only used his magic once a year. Surely he could use it all the time, every day, like today. He could just use his magic to simply make all the Easter eggs just by twitching his little bunny nose. And so he did, up and down, twitch, twitch, twitch. He looked like he was going to sneeze. But suddenly, a mountain of eggs appeared before him. Yes! Jürgen fist bumped the air, delighted with himself. Well, now that all the work was done, he lay down to relax in the sunshine. But before long... Gunther, Klaus and Merkel gathered around him. Oh, they were amazed at how many Easter eggs he had made. And they knew that they wouldn't have to make a single egg until this time next year. They were thrilled. But what none of them knew was an old rule of Easter bunny magic dating back to the 10th century. Make the eggs with magic. The results, they will be tragic. Take heed of what we mean. These eggs will not be seen. It was Easter Saturday night and little Jürgen Hopp was getting ready. The Easter Bunny gathered the eggs and put them out for everyone. But something terrible was happening. The Easter Bunny left invisible hidden Easter eggs in the house. Jürgen could see the eggs. But they were invisible to the human eye. He noticed that in a house in London, a little girl sneaked downstairs just as he had left the eggs. But the funniest thing, she walked right past them, as if she didn't see them. And it happened again in Paris, and Dubai, and Brunei, and Longford. The children could not see the eggs. Before he had a chance to figure it out, though, Jürgen heard the twinkle of something that sounded distinctly like sleigh bells. Santa? In April? He looked into the sky and there was no doubt about it. It was Santa. And when he looked closer, he could see that Randolph, Rudolph's teenage cousin, was guiding the sleigh. He was wearing a leather jacket and sunglasses. Oh, Randolph was always a bit too cool for school. Santa, I'm busy playing video games. Why do I have to guide that sleigh tonight? Oh. And in the sleigh were Gunter, Klaus and Merkel, along with millions of colourful Easter eggs. Luckily for everyone on the Coco Loco Chocolate farm, Santa is always watching. Santa knew about the old bunny rule and he sent word to Gunter, Klaus and Merkel to make as many eggs as they could because he was collecting them in the sleigh at nine o'clock to catch up with Jürgen. Easter was saved! 
every child got their Easter eggs and Jorgen saved his magic for just one night of the year. Gunter, Klaus and Merkel realised they needed to help out more. And Randolph? Well, Santa sent him to the farm to make sure that all the animals were doing a good job for next year. Oh, why am I here, Santa? Not fair. So that was our story. Did you hear all your five sentences? Yeah. Are you ready for the rapid fire quiz round? Yeah. Here we go. As I say every week, shout the answers if you know them, but don't Don't shout shout too too loud. loud. Okay, here we go. What was the name of the farm? Coco Loco. Chocolate farm. I'll give it to you. It was the Coco Loco Chocolate Farm, but that's just a pronunciation. Okay, you got it right. How many acres were on the farm? 1,300. Oh, I'm afraid it's the wrong answer. 20,000 is the answer. What plants give us chocolate? And they grow on the Coco Loco Chocolate Farm. Cacao. Brilliant. Correct answer. What is the tiger's name in the story? Gunther. Gunther. Right answer. What did Gunther spend a day bouncing on? A trampoline. Excellent, Daisy. What game were the three animals playing in the backfield? Dr. Goose. Dr. Goose. I love that game. Do you play that game? Yeah. It's good fun. Next question. What did the old bunny rule say? If you used your powers um, to make eggs, you they'd be invisible. Excellent. Name two places that Jorgen noticed the eggs were invisible to the children. Brunei and London. Oh, very good. Paris. Wow, you two are really listening. Who was guiding the sleigh instead of Rudolph? Um, his cousin. Yes, his cousin. And the cousin's name was? Randolph. <laughs> well done. And for a bonus point, what was Randolph wearing? Um, a leather jacket and sunglasses. Well done, well done. He's a funny looking reindeer. Guys, you did really well in the rapid fire quiz round. Congratulations. Thank Thank you. you. So, before I go, can you help me, Daisy and Harry, and remind us of the five words again? Bounce, swan. Gathered, invisible, eggs. Thanks for that, guys. I've made a little poem with those five words. Have a listen, see if you can hear them. Little Mrs Spider with her eight little legs. She gathered up her family, her little spider eggs. To me and you, invisible. So tiny were they all. But then they hatched one sunny morn, and the babies learned to crawl. They jumped and bounced and spun around, finding things to land on. A gate, a hedge, a muddy mound, and the beak of a grumpy swan. Well, that's our poem, and that was our story. I hope you enjoyed them. Thank you for listening. And thank you to Daisy and Harry, my WordPot volunteers. Oh, this is unusual. The WordPot is spinning one more time. I better pick the word. And the final word from the WordPot is... (gasps) Goodbye. I suppose I better think of a sentence. Goodbye from me, Karen Tompkins. And goodbye from Five Word Fun on RTE Junior. Take care. Goodbye Goodbye from from Five Word Word Fun. Fun. Bye. Bye.